May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Good morning. It is my honor and my pleasure to be with you all this morning here at VTS. I feel so blessed to have this wonderful opportunity of being with you all, brothers and sisters in Christ. Allow me first to bring you greetings from the Archbishop of the Episcopal Diocese of Jerusalem and the Middle East, Suhail Duwani, and all the peoples of the diocese, which expands over Israel, Palestine, Jordan, Syria, and Lebanon. And I would like also to bring you greetings from my own parish, St. Paul's in Galilee. Greetings of your brothers and sisters in Christ. Greetings from the people of the land where it all started. Greetings from the living stones of the land of the Holy God. And I would like to ask you always your prayers for our peoples and for our church in this great land, sacred land, as much as we will continue to pray for you all. We, the living stones of the land, those branches who remained firm in the vine and bore much fruit showing ourselves to be his disciples in the land where it all started, where Jesus taught, healed, and touched the hearts of so many people for so many centuries. My friends, we live in a land with so many wounds because of the lack of just and real peace. Therefore, the land of peace is in a desperate need for peace, for justice, and for reconciliation to all God's people, Arab, Palestinians, and Jews alike. And I'm reminded here by these words which our Lord have spoken on the Mount of the Beatitudes, which is not far away from where I live, and said, Blessed are the peacemakers, because they shall be called the children of God. And I think that only the children of God can be peacemakers, showing ourselves to be his disciples. Upon receiving a peace prize from his local authorities, the man wrote saying, I had never understood the search for peace as the avoidance of conflict. That we can avoid war by being not violent is one way of achieving peace. Therefore, the church must and should play a role a role of love and acceptance 
which does not mean relinquishing one's own right and accepting defeat, but saying the truth in great courage and working for the truth in order to reconcile with it. And this is, as we have heard in the Gospel reading for today, to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. My friends, the Church has a mission. The Church has a, mis has a mission not only towards its members, but for the whole world at large. And it is the right time for the Church to unite and emerge with the mosque as well as with the synagogue, as it is the case in the city where I serve. It is a time for the Church to emerge with the mosque, with the synagogue, where small identities melt within the collective vision that sees everybody and rep represents everybody on equal standards for the sake of peace and reconciliation. The great Mahatma Gandhi of India once said, to refuse to struggle against the evil of the world is to surrender your humanity. To struggle against the evil of the world with the weapons of the evildoers is to enter into your humanity. But to struggle against the evil of the world with the weapons of God, which is love, peace, passion, and acceptance, is to enter into your divinity. Therefore, to achieve peace with God's weapons, we need to be just to our neighbors, to deal with them as our fellow human beings. Only through this, we may fulfill God's words, which, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. Dearly beloved, we are called to be instruments of peace in a world of hatred, despair, and injustice. We are called to respect people of other faiths, working on building bridges in order to reach the other rather than building walls which separates us from the other. And remember, my friends, the words of today's gospel, you are my friends if you do what I command. These words are really challenging words for each and every one of us, honest with him or herself. It is time to wake up. It is time to stand up for the truth. It's time to say the truth, and it's time to live out the truth. So let us all be the crying voice in the wilderness of our world. And as Christians in the Middle East, 
we are ideally placed to reach out for the East as well as to the West in a spirit of love, seeking to know the truth, to speak the truth, and to live out the truth. On the basis of this truth, we must all strive for justice and love, through which we shall achieve peace and everlasting peace. Dear friends, the choice is yours, the choice is mine. Are we, are we to share in God's divinity by bringing peace to our wounded world, by creating the opportunity for everyone to participate in a vision for the whole world and for our communities in which we all live a vision of peace, a vision of reconciliation, a vision of love and compassion. Through this, we are to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. That means following Jesus, following in Jesus so that we might become extremist for love, extremist for justice, extremists for peace, extremists for reconciliation. And to God's be the glory now and forever. Amen.